When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And as always, time to wrap with Roycey. So, Patrick, I loved, yes. I loved your tweet I, I, I saw, and I think it was somewhat in response to a tweet that I put out to you last night as a question. I love Twins fans arguing with you about the greats and Twins history, and then you, <laughs> and then you basically saying, you can argue with me all you yes. want, but you're going to be wrong. Yeah, that was, was great. like arguing gravity with Sir Isaac Newton <laughs> arguing the Twins with me, because you can have your opinion, but if it's not the same as mine, you're wrong. So that's, that's but you, you're entitled. I, I have one guy trying to convince me that Dozier is a better second baseman for the Twins than Knobloch because he hit more home runs. You look at Knobloch's four seasons from about 94 to 97, unbelievable. Mm-hmm. 96, uh, 341, 140 runs scored, 197 hits, 440 on base, uh, 44, I think, stolen bases, uh, he was a hell of a player. I wonder. It got me thinking. You think maybe somebody straightened him out after the last deal when he had last dust up with his wife? Did they put him in treatment or some damn thing? That's it's a good too question. bad because he turned into a crazy guy and he was yes. he was not a bad guy, you know. Yeah. Yeah, because he, he was supposed to go in the Twins Hall of Fame. Was that four years ago now? And they and he, and then he got in trouble with the law, well, he, and they canceled yeah, it. Yeah, well, he with his wife. He domestic, right. and it wasn't his first time with his second wife. And, uh, uh, you know, it was, you know, he's a – here's what partially happened to him. Uh, his dad was his guy, you know, it was his minor league – I mean, it was his youth coach. His dad was a coach, Ray Knobloch, I believe, and Ray Roy, and was his hero. And he got Alzheimer's really bad in his 60s. And it, like, emotionally screwed up Knobloch and then going to New York and getting into the nightlife, becoming Jeter's running mate, you know. Jeter's, you know, I, I don't want to get real sexist here, but Jeter's, there was more than one lady seeking companionship with Derek, and Nobby was there for the one that didn't end up with Derek, I think. Anyway, Nobby was, Nobby got a little, uh, you know, he got crazy in New York. Yeah. And then he got the yips, and that kind of <laughs> ruined his image, but he was a hell of a player. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, uh, you know, 
And, and if it hadn't been for Dark Star signing him, he would have left here much earlier. So. That's one of the greatest stories of all time was <laughs> Dark's involvement and how much it pissed off Sid. Well, that was the – and, you know, Dark basically got – he befriended Knobloch. I think he saw him as a vulnerable guy that he could, you know, <laughs> so he'd do favors for him and stuff like that. And got real close to him and – and, you know, it looked like the twins weren't going to sign him, right? It looked like he was going to leave. Yeah. And, and Dark basically made himself the middleman, not going through the agent, but going through Nobby. What's it going to take, Nobby? So anyway, <laughs> he got Nobby to give him some of the credit for it and sit, sit at the front table when the announcement was made. And the only reason... Dark wanted to be there was because he knew it would just drive Sid insane, <laughs> which it did, of course, which it did. I think we got about a month's worth of, of uh, Sunday night sports talk TV out of agitating Sid on that. Boy, you know, I'd slap him on the back and say, it's great. You got not watch <laughs> It was great, but, uh, you know, it was, then they decided when they didn't get a ballpark, I think they went to the legislature in what, 97 and were basically said, get the hell out of here. And Carl got abused by the legislators. And that's when they said, okay. Then they cut the payroll down. I think one year they got down to 16 million. Yeah. uh, I think you're, yeah. I remember that. And they got rid of him and that, that was, uh, you know, then, then, that wasn't a good place for him to be because he he had vulnerabilities. But uh, I, you know what I always liked about him? Every year he added something to his game when he was here as a kid coming up. He got better. He's okay. I'm going to start stealing bases, mm-hmm. and he stole. Uh, he got I damn near a fifty one year, I think. And I'm going to steal bases this year. I'm going to add a little more power. In that '96 season, he had. 35 doubles, led the American League with uh, 13 triples, and I, 13 triples, imagine that. And uh, he had 13, 14 home runs that year, too. I mean, he was a hell of a player. And uh, it would be nice to know that he straightened out himself because he had uh, anger management issues yeah. uh, later on in life. So, hey, hey, Pat, and just so you know, the analytics do say that Chuck Knobloch was worth 38 war in his career to Dozier, just 22. So there was quite, okay. quite okay. the big war. difference okay. in the wins of How's Willie Mays' war? Is it still up there? Because I've always Hank, kind of questioned. Hank's is just I didn't okay. Know, I didn't know he was much of a player until I saw he had a good war. <laughs> and I said, oh, okay. Yeah, I thought well, it was average, right? Yeah, like Mantle, Mays, Aaron, they're okay, but yeah, what's their war? Yeah, yeah Aaron. <laughs> Aaron had a good war, too. Yeah. So, that's, so that proved to me that those yeah. guys were really good yeah. players. So. Hey, what's go- if I if you ever see me use war, that means that I've now gone completely lost off it. the Alzheimer's <laughs> you, end. You've lo- the you've- career the career is over. I will never print another column. You've completely that. lost it. By the way, Judd, the modern newspaper, and you and I can uh, share this. I wrote my twins column for Saturday last night. I, went to the office and was in there for a couple hours because I want to get in there for some reasons. And it posted at 10 a.m. today. See, I don't want, but I don't think that, should, don't, ha- I don't think that I don't, should happen. Like this is no, Saturday. I, I, I still have a reverence for print that is not shared by anyone else, I guess. But why wouldn't they just hold it until Saturday's website comes, you know? 
I don't know. I don't know. I don't like that one. Some noon business, maybe. I don't, I don't know what the deal you know is. What? But I, you should write I have it hard... and, hold, and hold it until you want it published if it's supposed to come out on Saturday. Well, here's the other thing is that, uh, you know, print newspaper, we're still okay. We still have some subscribers and the ads, but the number of the amount of eyeballs compared to online is uh, probably one third or something like that, the potential eyeballs. So I guess it's, it's changed a lot, but uh, you know, what the hell? I still think if you write for Saturday, it should be on the website on Saturday, not on at 10 a.m. on Friday, but that's just me. Or at least Friday night, you know, yeah. at least Friday night, not this early in the day. Come on. Come on. That's, I agree. Uh, hey, Roycey. That's, that's, like, that's like covering the Olympics in Sydney when you're uh, 17 hours. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. you're covering something that's going to be in a paper two days from now, basically. So. Hey, uh, why is why is Gladdy not in the Twins Hall? Well, I think statistically he's an it's an issue, you know, five years and hit hit what two sixty maybe yep. something like that, yep. no power. But I think you got to have a category that this guy is was a. Part of two World Series. Yes. A very fine player for you. Fill the hole. You didn't have a leadoff guy when he got here. And he's now been in the broadcast booths for 16 years, 20 years. You got to have a contributor slash player category, don't you? Because there's enough of those guys. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I think he should get in there. I, I would put him. My three guys are Halsey. Mm-hmm. Hall, Hall, Al Worthington, and Tovar number one. But I think Glad he'd be next for me, probably. Glad he. I, I know some people look at Shane Max statistics and think he belongs in there before him. But overall, how much winning you did with uh, with Gladdy, I think would be put him in all. And the difference that 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 he made too. I mean, because before that. Every every bleeping year, it was like, who's going to bat first for the Twins, right? Yes. They didn't have one, and then they went out and got Dan, and that sort of changed at least part of the feeling of that ball club and certainly the makeup of the lineup. I, I didn't. Uh, I, I went out and did that. I really enjoyed going out and doing that piece in, I think, March when we were, you know, nothing was going on, and I went out and I was listening to The Big Neighbor one Saturday afternoon by chance. And they were replaying game one of the 87 World Series. And and he hit his grand slam, you know. And it occurred to me that, hey, he started it and he finished it yes. in 91, yeah. you know. Right. So I, I went out and, and, and talked with him. And I had forgotten uh, that really the first 40 games of the season, he'd only played 19 games. The first 40 games of 87. Really? Uh, they were playing other guys in left field, and Gladdy always said Tom Kelly in his in his speech to the players said the first forty games I decide what I have, you know mm-hmm. what I have. We're we're making decisions on what we have. The next eighty we get in position, and the last forty we try to win a pennant. But he said I waited till game forty one. And then I went in there and said, I got to be playing. I'm one of your best players. I'm your best leadoff hitter. And basically, 
Kelly said, you're right, then put him in the lineup, and he played the rest of that season. Wow. Probably 100 games the rest of that season. Yeah. So. Oh, I totally forgot about that. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, but look it up. Look it up. He's only playing half the time the first 40 games that year. I can't remember who the hell else was playing. I guess Davidson was around. And, yeah, he uh, was around. Yeah. Mark some, Davidson, some that's right. Like that. I, I don't know who was who was around. He was a goofball, too. It's too bad he didn't stay around a little longer. Davidson was? Oh, Davidson was. Was he? He was. was, uh, Hey, when Gladdy missed curfew, Davidson might have been with him a few times. (laughs) (laughs) But he was, uh, you know, they thought he was going to be a really good player. He turned out to just be a backup fielder. But, uh, yeah, Gladdy, I'd say so. But why is it? I heard this discussion, actually, on uh, the MLB Network the other day. Why are baseball Hall of Fames the only ones we get mad about? I mean, the NFL, yeah. it's, uh, I, think know, it's of, I think it's because of, I think it's the history, NHL. the history of huh? baseball is more important to people that love baseball than any sport. So like if yeah. I, I love football, the history of the sport is not nearly as important to me as it is if I'm a baseball fan, because we love yeah, stats, we love the history. I think, I think part of it is also people who don't love baseball want to be offended by the baseball hall of fame, right? How can you know, some guy gets 99.2% of the vote and said, how could two guys out of 600 not vote for this guy? You yeah, know? we do love outrage. Yeah, we don't We don't know who's not voting for somebody in the Pro Football Hall of Fame committee situation. But it is amazing that as, as baseball's popularity declines, the controversy over who's in the Hall of Fame gets larger and larger. I was looking one up today, though. You know what's really underserved is third baseman in, in in the Hall of Fame. I'd have to look up the numbers, but I think there's only like eight or nine or something like that in third baseman for really? some reason. Huh. Yeah, and Greg Nettles, he came and went off the off the Hall of Fame ballot. I, I, I don't even know if he made it to the last year. I'd have to look it up. But that guy played like 18 years, was the best third baseman of all time. And had, uh, God, could he feel? Oh, and had great life. power, great fielding. He only mm. hit in the two fifties, you know, for his career. So that's probably why. But you know, because back then, I suppose when he was on the ballot. But I can't remember. He had to be on the ballot when I started voting, and I might have been stupid enough not to vote for him back then too. I might have said well, I only hit two fifty six or something. But uh, there's a guy that's he's still alive. He's seventy four or something. There's a guy that. You never hear in the discussion when they have the old-timers committee. He was great. Yeah, and so I, I saw your tweet, too. So in 69, Martin played him and left for the Twins? Most of the time, yeah. And wow. Did, well, he had he had a triple platoon going in left field. Martin, and then he had he had Rich Reeves playing first against right-handed pitching. Yep. Strictly yep. against right-handed pitching. And Rich Reese had the career year. He, I looked it up. He started 96. Harmon started 66 at first, and then he played third against left-handed pitching. And, uh, but in left field, they had uh, Charlie Manuel getting some at-bats. He was a young guy. Nettles getting some at-bats, and Bob Allison, and then Tovard play over there too. But, but he, had, he had two different left-handed hitters in his 
left field platoon, depending on whether it was a fastball pitcher or a breaking ball pitcher. This was back when you had 16 position players. You could do this stuff, right? Yeah. Now you now you can't do that. But yeah, Nettles, Nettles, I think, only started like nine games at third base for the Twins or something. That's remarkable. Yes. And then he then he ended up, of course, Nettles ended up playing for Billy like five different times. Yeah, exactly. And he hated him at first. I was reading somebody. Turned out he liked him. He liked him later on because, you know, when he wasn't drunk and screaming, and which was only half the time. So let, last thing, does Dozier go in to the Twins Hall? I think eventually because we're, you know, we're getting down there, man. I mean, we're especially since especially since we forgot about the older generation, you know. Well, that needs we to be forgot, fixed, though. We, we forgot about Tovar and Worthington. So, yeah, Dozier will get in probably three, four years from now. Yeah, I would think so. They've got to I fix mean, that, though, Pat. They, they, huh? They've got to fix that to get the older yes. guys who belong in, in. I called up St. Peter this winter, and I said, you got a name. you got to have an old-timers committee to have a special yeah. uh, admission. And I said, I got the committee for you, me. <laughs> Patrick you I said you can you yeah. can put a couple other guys on it if you want to. Yep. But I'll be the chairman and make the uh decisions. How does how does Halsey Hall go from having a room named after him in the bowels of the Metrodome <laughs> to being completely forgotten in Target Field? Oh, it's incredible. I you know what I didn't realize until like five years ago that he wasn't in. That's right. That's, that's ridiculous. Yes, it is. I mean, he's, and I didn't hear him, but I, you know, know the story. Well, That's ridiculous. He's the legend of legends, you know. Mm-hmm. As far as and yeah. he, you know, he started. I came and the, when Twins came in '61, Halsey was the guy who gave us permission to say, "Hey, this is great, Major League Baseball. Come on!" And they carried him around on the broadcast for like 13, 14. I would years. have loved to have heard it, man. That would have been fun. Um, Oh, and Ray Scott, I've told you this too. He wasn't long enough to be in the Hall of Fame. Yep. I think he was five or six years their announcer. But Ray Scott with Hall is the best play by play announcer they've ever had in baseball. And they, you know, that's, I love Provis. Herbie? I think, you know, Herbie, obviously, you got to have stuff for Herbie. He was here forever. Yep. I love those guys, but Ray Scott was the best. All right, sir. We'll talk to you later. All right. Hey, go wild. We got her straight That's out. Right. You, they were winning last night, and you were bored. It was, aw- it was awful. Because <laughs> uh, it, bo- it was boring. The ducks <laughs> the ducks stink, and the wild aren't that good. That's why. Okay. I'll talk to you later. All right. All right, right bye. That is wrapping with uh, Royce. Also, uh, catch him, what, Dex? He is on with us on Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday. and Fridays, and then uh, Unchained uh, with yours truly and Patrick usually gets posted on Mondays. We'll talk to you.